We don't grow alone. We flourish when we do life together. To flourish means to grow or develop in a healthy way, especially as a result of a particularly favorable environment. Join me for conversations about growth and change as we talk about what it means to flourish and create the community you crave. You're listening to the Flourish Together podcast, and I'm your host, Andrea Worley. Welcome back, you guys, to another episode of the Flourish Together podcast. I think I might title this episode, Tap, 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 Is This Thing On? Is Anyone Listening? But in all seriousness, it has been a long time since we sat together and you listened, I talked, and we did a podcast together. I took a very long, unintentional break from podcasting this last year. So like many of you, this last year has been crazy. It has been full of ups, downs. Highs, lows, lots of tears, joy, laughter, lots of time together. And I know that there are so many families that are out there that have experienced the same thing that we've experienced this last year in this post-pandemic or pre-pandemic. I'm not even really sure if we can say to ourselves, are we post-pandemic or are we still in the pandemic? But wherever you are right now, whatever season that you find yourself in during this really interesting time in life, I am right there with you. So if you've been following along with the podcast, if you've been following me on social media, you already know that my family and I, right as the pandemic and quarantine started, we were in the process of making a cross-country move from the Phoenix area all the way over to the Midwest here in Iowa. We had had it on our hearts for about a year to pray about moving closer to both sides of our families. And it was a decision that didn't come lightly. It was a decision, like I said, that was a year in the making. It was a decision. Nothing happens in a vacuum, right? In in our lives most of the time. This was a decision that happened over quite some time. Lots of prayer, lots of back and forth between my husband and myself about where we wanted to be and what we wanted to do, where we saw the future, looking ahead five, 10 years, what did we want our family to look like? What were the values and the things that we wanted to pursue? So in early March of 2020, we came to Iowa. We had made the decision to move to Iowa um, pretty much in January, uh, January, the middle of January, maybe end of January, we kind of finalized and made a decision. And so we knew that we wanted to look at houses and kind of pursue that right around our kids' spring break. And so we ended up coming to Iowa during our kids' spring break that that year in 2020. And 
so many things now looking back at first when quarantine started kind of feel like a blur because I remember going on that spring break trip and in Phoenix, uh, spring baseball training is, is huge. It's a huge time of year in the Phoenix metro area. And so we were coming on our spring break trip right when spring training was still, um, it had maybe been going on maybe like a month because it usually lasts from February, um, all of February, all of March and part of April, they do spring training. And so we were leaving Phoenix during that time and coming to Iowa. And I remember when we flew home to Phoenix from our trip, they announced over the like airplane PA system when we landed that Phoenix had canceled spring training for so many of the teams and so many people on our flight were coming to Phoenix for those games and they were so bummed. And I remember having dinner with some friends of ours the night we got back and my girlfriend telling me, Andrea, you need to go to the store and get toilet paper. You need to go stock up on some things. And, and I was just kind of like, what? Uh, because nothing was of urgency in that realm when we were in Iowa the previous week to this. And so sure enough, the next day I tried to get toilet paper and there was none to be had. So here we were, our kids' school is canceled. And I'm sure that as I'm even kind of mentioning some of these things, if you're sitting there listening, we can all go back a year last year, this time and think about like, where were we when this started? And what were we doing and and what were we thinking? And I remember thinking, I really don't have a stocked pantry for this. I am about to run out of toilet paper and not sure where it's going to come from. But I remember being so thankful that we were together and I had my husband and my kids and my husband started working from home and we weren't quite yet doing the distance learning slash homeschool-ish thing yet, those first two weeks of quarantine, they were kind of like magical, if I'm being honest. My kids stayed up late and we played a lot of card games and there just really wasn't a timeline to things and it was really nice. And I remember thinking, I'm going to just enjoy this because we're going to go back to normal soon and we won't have this. I kind of laugh thinking back now. I'm sure we all can because we did not know what we were in for. So I'm sure so many of you can identify with this. My job shut down at the time I was working in retail management and all non-essential workers were sent home. Their stores were shut down. Mine was no different. My husband was working from home. We were packing a house. We were selling a home all in the middle of a pandemic and quarantine and all the things. It was a lot thrown at us all at once. And I know that so many of you out there listening can relate to so many things that I'm saying, even if you didn't decide to move across the country during a pandemic, right? So COVID and the pandemic added a nice extra bonus layer to an already decision that had made, which was to move. 
And so when I think about growth and change and transition this last year and what that has been like, all wrapped up in a pandemic world and a COVID world, it's been very interesting. And I would venture to guess that there's so many of you out there listening to that, like I said, even if you didn't move in the last year, that you had your own set of challenges as it related to the pandemic and the uncertainty and just all the things that came with it, with distance learning with your kids and working and how am I going to do this and how are we going to make this work? Maybe there were some job losses and added financial pressures and all the different things. And I think that there's so many different parts of what we've all been through the last year that we can relate to, um, to one another. And so today I just wanted to spend a few moments catching you guys up on what life has been like for myself the last year and talking about the change and the transition that we've all gone through one year later. Like I said, it's very specific to me that we moved during the middle of a pandemic and have had to kind of weather through all of this stuff with COVID and also dealing with our own transition with a big move and things that changed so much for our family. And I'm often reminded that when God calls us to change or big things, that it doesn't remove the fact that there's going to be transition and growing pains to go along with that. I remember you know, my kids are older. And so when we talked about moving, it was a really big deal uh, because I have kids that are older, they're elementary school age, both my kids. And so this was something that they were going to remember. It wasn't like that they were, you know, little babies or toddlers and we were making a huge move and they, they weren't going to be, you know, none the wiser. They were going to remember this. They had friendships and relationships of their own that they were concerned about leaving. And sometimes if I'm being honest as a parent, you can really feel like you're ruining their lives when you make a decision like this. And so even though God gave us the peace about this really big decision in our life, it didn't take away all of the other things that would come along with it. It didn't make us exempt somehow from transition and growing pains and all that comes with a huge change like that. We have experienced all those things and more. And I also thought to myself, you know, this is going to be really hard. And so I want to talk through some things that have helped our family as we've navigated transition and change this last year. And I hope that you'll be able to take some nuggets from it and some of the things that we've learned and some of the tips that we have that I want to share with you guys. And maybe you can apply it to your own season, your own situation, or maybe you'll tuck it in your back pocket um, for later in life and remember it. So the first thing that I want to say in any kind of big decision and big change with your family or maybe a big job change or a move, in any of those big changes and big decisions, you are going to have 
a season of growing pains. So my biggest takeaway from this last year going through this season has just been to give a lot of grace to yourself, your spouse, and your kids because you are going to have a lot of growing pains. You're going to have days where there's going to be tears, where you are going to regret your decision, where you're going to question, did I really hear God on this? Then you're going to have days that are incredible and joyful and remind you why you felt God's peace in the first place to make that big decision and that big change in your life. And all of that is so normal to experience. I can use my example of moving. When we first got here, everything was new and exciting, a new house, a new neighborhood, new places to explore, being around family that we hadn't lived around for 10 and a half years and just everybody just readily available to see. It wasn't no more were we coming here to visit. We lived here. And then all of that newness and the honeymoon phase kind of started to wear off and real life settled in. And it set in on us hard and we reminded ourselves and remembered, we don't have friends here. We have to start all over. Where do I go to the grocery store? And everything that was so comfortable was completely stripped away and everything became difficult. And in those moments, it can be really, really easy to regret your decision, to question God. And so I want to just remind you that if you're going through a big transition, a big change, or maybe you have one on the horizon that you're praying about right now and trying to decide, I want you to remember to give yourself a lot of room for grace, that you don't have to have it all figured out within the first five minutes or the first month, or the first six months. And honestly, I would really, really say that that first year is going to be a big time to give yourself a lot of room for grace because it takes almost a year, I feel like, to really kind of settle into routines, find a church, get to know your neighbors, find friends. You really got to give yourself that grace and that time to let things be and to let God move and still do the things that he said he was going to do. And if you believe me, there have been many times this last year where I wanted to pack up, move back, be done with this and say, this is not for me. And then God reminds me again and again of why we chose to do what we did and why he gave us the peace in the first place. And like I said, it has been a year of transition and growth and change for our family. And we really leaned into the Lord and trusted him in new ways and relied on him in new ways. So that's my first kind of takeaway is to give yourself a lot, a lot of grace and to give yourself um, that good solid year. More practically speaking, I would say that if you have kids and no matter what age they are, really get them back to their normal routines as much as possible 
in your new season, your new place that you've landed. And for us, that really looked like getting them involved in their activities that they were used to doing, finding, um, like for example, my daughter taking piano lessons. She had to find a new studio, find a new teacher, but it was really important for us to give them a sense of normalcy and get them back into their routines as much as possible. I think whenever you move, it's really important to let your kids be a part of the process. Let them pick out their rooms, pick out paint colors, and get their rooms ready first. That's one of the things that were really important to me when moving to this new place and getting transitioned into a new home was getting them back into their routines, letting them have ownership over these different things and letting them feel like they really have a say. Also, I think that if your kids are older, the earlier you can talk to your kids and involve them in this process, the better. That is one thing that we did with our kids And I know the tendency as a parent is to kind of hold off and, you know, not really want to tell your kids about a decision in case you really don't decide to do that thing, whatever the thing is, because what if you get them worked up and then it doesn't work out and then they're disappointed um, and that it can be a lot of back and forth. And believe me, I get that. I really do. I had all of the same similar thoughts, but then I also thought, I want to involve them as much in this process as I can because I don't want them to feel like the rug was pulled out from under them. And it would be much easier to tell them that maybe we're not going to do the thing than to wait and spring something on them because sometimes just like adults, kids don't like change. And so one of the things I noticed with our own kids is that it really helped them to wrap their minds around the idea, the more that we talked about it, the more that we let them have their thoughts and their opinions about things and involved them in the process. Even though obviously at the end of the day, you and your spouse are going to make the best decision with God's leading for your family. Kids want to know that they have value in the process as well. So these are just a couple of things that have helped us transition in this last year and really handle some of these big changes that our family has gone through. We have not been perfect. Like I said, there have been a lot of growing pains and there have been lots of nights of tears, um, lots of conversations over and over and over again. But I'm reminded that they have big feelings and opinions just like I do, and they wrestle with God just like I do. And as a parent, to give them the freedom to be honest and to be able to come to us and communicate with us and that we're going through this together and none of us are exempt from those feelings and we're all feeling it. So... I hope that you guys enjoyed just chatting with me today and hearing this episode. I'm excited to 
jump back into podcasting. Like I said earlier in the episode, this was definitely an unintentional break. And at the same time, it was very necessary. And there are so many times when I thought about coming back and putting out, you know, a quick episode here and there and something, a lot of things kept me from doing that. I've had my own year of just a lot of change and things that I've had to handle and, you know, wade through myself and really trust God on. And I finally feel that I'm in a really great space and I feel encouraged to come back to this space that is so near to me. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you for your encouragement. And for those of you that have checked in over the last year, I'm excited to be back and bring you guys some new episodes. If you haven't yet, I would love for you to leave us a rating and review on iTunes. You just go on over to iTunes and click the little stars and give it five stars, I hope, and leave a little quick comment and review when you guys do that. It helps other people find the show and lets them know that you're listening and then iTunes recommends it. And that's how people hear about the Flourish Together podcast. So I hope you guys have a great rest of your week and I look forward to bringing you guys more episodes next week. Thanks for listening.